One of the things I admire so much about sensitive people is our ability to hold space, to feel the feelings, even when they're not necessarily pleasant. And I think today's guest might be one of the most amazing people I have met in this area. She works in palliative care and having to be there with people at the very end of their lives, not to mention their relatives and loved ones, and helping them to be held in that experience. That is so powerful. And she will share this experience with us and how she is using that today in her work as a solution-focused hypnotherapist. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. I am really happy to be here today on a summer day, no less, with Lou Wilson. So hi, Lou. Would you like to say a few words first? Hi, I'd just like to say firstly, I'm so happy to be here and it's sunny over in the uh, the northeast of the UK. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really looking forward to chatting to you today. Oh, me too. L- love getting to meet new people and, and get to the good parts because that's one of my favorite things about this podcast that we sort of did the weather now and now we can dig in yeah, and pass all the good stuff so <laughs> that was that was enough small talk for now so <laughs> tell us a bit about who you are what is the essential Lou Wilson so I am a solution-focused hypnotherapist, mm-hmm. um, and I'm also an occupational therapist. Um, mm-hmm. I've worked in the NHS for 20 years. I'm currently working in palliative care, mm-hmm. which says a little bit about me. I've always tended mm-hmm. to end up in the, the caring professions. Um, so I also, um, I've got lots of rescue animals as well. And I just, mm-hmm. I love my animals. I love the outdoors. And, and like I say, sort of working with people and on a, on a deep level is something that I really adore. Yeah. I was thinking when I read, uh, when we connected that you're in palliative care, I was like, ooh, I need to hear more about that because as a sensitive person, I was, I was sort of going back and forth because in, in one way it might be even harder, but I mean, for the people on the other end, I think it's perfect to have that sensitivity. So I think I completely, it can be quite hard because it can be in mm. some ways um, you give a lot of yourself, but I think in general, it's outweighed by the positives and Mm. that's where my sensitivity really comes in as a superpower because I feel like I'm able to sort of meet people from different walks of life and obviously going through the most you know what can be an incredibly difficult time and is always Mm. a very sad time um, and be able to connect with them Mm. and really work with them in partnership 
and form some sort of like amazing relationships with people and actually it's a real privilege to be with people as they end the you know near the end of their lives Mm -hmm. um, and be able to help them make the most to live um, as much as they can in the time that they've got left Mm. so that's that's amazing and I think that my superpower really helps me there because quite often when I'm at work and there's a bit of a a challenging situation or a difficult Mm -hmm. moment comes up everybody's like oh get Lou send Lou in (laughs) so yeah so I suppose the challenge for me um, Mm. is that because it's like oh get Lou she'll be good at this Mm. then then a lot of that stuff comes my way the more sort of challenging challenging things so so yeah Mm. But I think it's it's really beautiful what you're saying because sometimes there's this idea that sensitive people, oh, they're fragile, oh, they're so sensitive. We have to, you know, they can't handle things. And but but the more sensitive people I speak with, the more I see the strength we have. Absolutely. And, right? Because how many can could you know? face to face with someone knowing that this is so near the end and just be in that be with that instead of feeling like you have to hide or or so absolutely I mean I've recently had some conversations with a patient um, about leaving his memories behind for his grandchildren Mm. and and talking about that and obviously that's difficult because you can't shy away from the fact that he's not going to be there because that's Mm. why he's doing it Um, and to sit in that alongside somebody um and recently with my hypnotherapy I've I've been working with somebody who lost his wife very recently um and what you know I was able to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. um for and it made him feel comfortable to be able to share you know you know that loss is still Mm -hmm. a painful loss whilst we're working on the future and it's not something that needs to be you know hidden away or not talked about Mm -hmm. and actually yes some things are upsetting and we need to feel those feelings yeah so as sensitive people sometimes you know I think we've got a head start we do feel those yeah. feelings yeah. haven't we yes um, and and actually um although I'm sensitive what I have noticed is that you know sometimes I will you know get upset about things mm. um in my personal life or whatever mm. but actually when I look back over my life um, and I'm sure my husband will back me up on this, mm-hmm. is that I'm incredibly strong and determined mm. as well. So a real strength alongside that sensitivity yes. as well. I think sometimes that strength actually comes from, like you said, we had a head start. We have already had those intense feelings. Maybe, you know, losing a pet as a kid or, or even smaller things might have had that impact on us that others might feel when they're losing a loved one. Or mm. so, so maybe it's the intensity of the, mm. of the emotions. I don't know. But. And I think sometimes as well as the, you know, sometimes I will say to people, they, they, they don't want to be upset. And I'm like, 
no it's okay to yeah. be upset it's yeah. it's okay and you're not you know you're not going to upset me by being upset and we need to not hide those feelings so when yeah. you know when I was talking about the gentleman who um he's got grandchildren yeah. I was talking to their mum about allowing those feelings to come out and be mm. okay because children will often think I don't want to talk about this because I don't want to upset mum or I don't yes. want to upset somebody and actually yes. we need to get better at knowing that these feelings are okay yeah. rather than hiding them all away and, and as mm. sensitives quite often we've not had much of a choice I mean some oh. of us do put yeah. barriers up but for, for I know certainly for me mm. I've, I've, I've not had that choice because those no. feelings have come out and it's they're insistent yeah, aren't they <laughs> absolutely so and you know what you see is what you get really yeah. um so it's so important to feel those feelings and and, and I think when we feel those feelings mm we can work through them. They pass, the feelings yes. pass. Absolutely. Yeah. And instead of spending the last precious time we have with someone pretending to be okay or hiding or, or you know, that um, you, were, you were saying about sort of out of consideration, oh no, yeah. oh no, I'm okay because I don't want to upset you. Or, or sometimes if people, I think sometimes people, it's nice for people to be able to talk about, I'm not going to be here forever. So this is what I want you to hear. And then I think my experience, there's a tendency to, oh, no, you'll be fine. We have plenty of time. We can always mm, talk about that mm, sort of because mm. it's uncomfortable. It's Then that's it. It's uncomfortable. But if we dwell in that uncomfortableness we miss mm. that precious opportunity yes. oh. because we we don't get that time back and then mm. that opportunity that window of being able to say those things yes. is gone yes and being true and being open and being having that connection and mm. being in it mm. and then that connection can you know that can serve as um like a connecting bond afterwards oh. because you know that person will no longer be there yeah. but the person who's left has that shared experience that shared yeah. memory of you know wow. we talked about that or really? I I oh. yeah like I knew that holiday was so important to him and yeah. the time that we I mean for example had I screamed together and we dropped it or you know something yeah, yeah. Left, those those yeah. small things that we take yes. for um you know just day to day that can be a really lasting connecting bond with the person who's mm. who's died yeah that's really beautiful I yeah I can definitely see how that's a superpower and I'm curious um, as in how that part of your work turned into the hypnotherapy and, and where, where you're taking that, how, how you got to where you are is probably what I'm asking. Okay, so, um, so I'm quite open in the fact that I struggled with my mental health for a mm. long time. And actually, it didn't make sense at the time, but looking back, probably mm. a lot of that was to do with being highly sensitive. Yeah. Um, and I think um, just feeling those feelings yeah. just more. So, you know, I would, you know, be more bothered by, you know, 
how other people felt around yeah. me, um, all of those sorts of things. Mm. Um, so essentially, um, to answer your question, I'd, I'd had various, um, you know, therapies and treatments yeah. and, you know, for whatever reason they didn't work for me mm-hmm. um, and I went and had hypnotherapy and it was such a life-changing experience yeah. that I thought I want to to offer that to other people so that they can experience in it mm-hmm. and I think the key for me with some of the other things that I had tried was that I knew I like was cognitively aware of some of the things that were bothering me but they didn't change the way I felt inside whereas the hypnotherapy did do that um and it took a long time for me to be able to get the opportunity to do my training you know life gets in the way it has <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so um you know various life events happened but I got to do my training mm. and you know and then qualified and then started seeing clients um and of you know witness some amazing results for them because I use um, a solution focused approach which means basically I don't dwell on the problems so and that is so uplifting because Mm -hmm. especially as highly sensitive so when we talk about all of the things that are wrong in the world and what have you it can be quite overwhelming and so yeah so we talk about the future and how we want our future to be and how we're going to get there so it's a lot of talking therapy combined with the with the hypnotherapy so it's really such a a positive and transformative experience Um, and I do find as well that I attract the more sensitive types so Mm. that's lovely for me yes yes I'm more and more appreciating getting to to meet people who are sensitive because it feels like there's almost an automatic connection because Mm. we have this thing in common we're we're finally with someone who gets it absolutely so so there is a a, mm, more okayness about being who we are I feel and and in your line of work I can only imagine how important it is that people feel comfortable opening up yeah and that's uh, you know one of the amazing things that I've taken from the comments that I've had from the people that I've mm-hmm. seen that they felt comfortable yeah with me so I um, I'm the worst businesswoman ever <laughs> I I, I, ap- I approach things from a slightly different angle so mm. I'm not into you know I hate the hard sell or anything oh, like yes. that so mm. I am I'm not about that um, at all um and that's been one of the challenges because I, I don't mm. find that I can I can't do the traditional networking mm-hmm. thing yeah. either um but a lot of my clients comment about how they feel safe and how they Mm. feel like my gentle approach has been really useful um Mm. so I think my sensitivity really helps me um in that area absolutely and I hope you will share your links with us your website or whatever we can put in the episode notes so that people can find you if they feel drawn to what you're about and need this sense of being seen and heard and safe 
Yeah, so that would be lovely. So um, I um, my website is www.nurture-hypnotherapy.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram, I am nurture underscore hypnotherapy underscore N-E. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Facebook as well. So, but um, we'll yeah. put all the links Brilliant. in to make sure. But I like how how you use the nurture because I think that's so important because there's so much um, personal development that's about you know changing and fixing and and you know uh, it it often feels so hard like like there's something wrong and now we need to fix it or eliminate it or smash it or break it or whatever so that we can move on and I'm like oh my soul it hurts my soul (laughs) approaching things from that angle so the nurture yeah that was really important to me Mm. so it's it's for me, it's about hand-holding. Mm. It's about being um, with that person and seeing and understanding that person yeah. and a bit like providing the right environment for them to thrive mm. um, because not everybody is... We don't all thrive in the same conditions and the way no. that the same plants don't. So yeah. why, sh- why yeah. should we be any different? So mm. the, um, the idea of nurture was just that really gentle mm. enveloping space um and then I'm going to be releasing um a new 12-week program and I'm calling that Blossom so again so it's not about necessarily it's not about being somebody different it's just Mm -hmm. having the confidence to be yourself yes basically yeah yes 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 so much (laughs) That that sounds so good and as you were speaking, I was thinking that mm, creating that environment, sometimes that is just the biggest gift we can give anyone, isn't it? Mm. Because I like to think that we all contain that thing that we need to, to grow and move forward. And sometimes it just takes that space where we feel safe. And maybe, you know, someone who can shine a light on things and help us become a bit more aware and take it from there absolutely and and it, you know a lot of us have busy lives and when do we Ooh. get that <laughs> protected space to be able yeah. to do that without any you know without any judgment mm-hmm. or so I'm you know all for self-compassion as well and it's about yeah. You know, sometimes I've seen, you know, women who, you know, we we have the society conditioning about who Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be and all the rest Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. And where we're supposed to be at at certain life stages. uh Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they've worked out for the first time, actually, what brings them joy. Mm. So they can, you know, do that or feel okay about setting boundaries in a way that, as authentic to them as you know as hsps yeah oh that's so good is there a connection to the work you do with the palliative care and and maybe having that space as well to um, yeah absolutely i think that's one of the uh, the most important parts mm-hmm. of my job so sometimes i will go in 
you know, maybe with a bit of equipment to help somebody do something functionally. Yeah. And it's incredible that I will go in for one thing and they'll mm. turn into something else just because you've given, I suppose, A, that you've given somebody the space, mm. but also B, that you've asked the questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, it's easy um Mm. you know everybody you know working has got you know busy days it's easier to to go in do the thing and be very task orientated and come out but um you know I'm fortunate enough that I do have the time Mm. to you know to explore that with somebody and 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 really you know get into how they're feeling how they're coping and we'll just give them the space to to express how they're feeling yeah ask some of the tough questions maybe or the or the honest the ones that you know how are you today you have to say i'm fine almost but but opening it up to being whatever we are Mm, absolutely and somehow sometimes i don't even i'm conscious that it's happening it just Mm. seems to to, to happen and and the conversations can happen in the most unlikely of yeah. places and contexts yeah. as well yeah, yeah. that's so. the beauty of it isn't it to happen. to have the sort of general openness to let the magic happen wherever it is yeah and i don't know whether people whether they can whether they pick up on that as well so they know it's okay to because you know sometimes I will you know people say well oh well, I didn't know that or and, mm-hmm. and you get a whole different experience of seeing the same person yeah yes it creates connection in a, in a new way I find mm, absolutely and connection is everything isn't yes 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 everything yeah it is um, this is so good. And I'm, I'm thinking, do you have any sort of um, tools or self-care or something that to, to take care of you? Because it sounds like your work could be a lot. Or are you naturally in a place where you have a, I don't know, groundedness or strength where you can, where you can just be in that on a, on a day-to-day basis? Uh, well, I'm, I am a self-confessed nap queen. <laughs> I <Ooh>. do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, naps. naps are the best. <laughs> so, yeah, I am a nap queen. I do um, recognize that sometimes when I've been in certain situations, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I need some downtime. Yeah. Um, and I notice maybe a little bit different from um, some of my colleagues that when I drive mm-hmm. around in the car between mm-hmm. my patients, I have to I have silence in the car. I don't mm-hmm. have the yeah. radio on or any, mm-hmm. and I am looking around at you know, oh that's a nice tree in blossom or yeah. or something like that, um, and. I do rather like I've got some little earplugs for the office when it gets a bit loud mm. but um yeah no other things that I enjoy doing I love a sea dip I've started mm. I, and and that really helps and just really being outside in nature and um you know all the things that we do tend to do as HSPs yeah. yes. and uh so but I sometimes as well is 
um, as having some gentle boundaries as well and mm. and that recognition that I'm not responsible yes for everybody oh. else mm. as well because I that I find that quite tricky to navigate sometimes yes. because I think we want to um for everybody to be well and to be mm. happy and mm. and sometimes you know that's not always our response you know it's not our responsibility for somebody else's happiness absolutely and that that's just another thing I was thinking earlier do you have mm, some kind of overall belief that helps you I mean I I don't personally think that death is the end so is do you do you have sort of a philosophy about life that helps you to be okay in at the end of someone's life which is a not easy place to be yeah I suppose um well I I have had past life regressions myself so yeah and and certain people that I feel a certain connection like I've known them before so I don't necessarily it's a bit of a two-sided thing I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. think that death is the end um but equally I suppose a lot a positive to take from seeing people at the end of life is you know uh is not worrying too much about the small things and trying to make Mm. the most of life and enjoy Mm. you know enjoy the things because those things that we just take for granted are the things that people who are not able to do them would really really like to so it makes you very much appreciate what Mm. you've got and it puts things in perspective um and but I I don't necessarily believe that death is finally the end Mm. it might in some other I'm not quite sure um but I do believe that there are connections that go on afterwards. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah, there's so much good stuff in there. Um, and, and we're funny as humans, aren't we? That, that we sometimes have to really be faced with mm. how, how precious our time and our lives are before we start to appreciate them. So in that sense, working in this field, I can definitely see how that's a reminder to be present and to, yeah, drive around without all the noise, but take in the beauty of what you come across and stuff. Absolutely. And sometimes mm. when you when you meet people, it'll be the, the tiniest thing that will bring them joy. Yeah. And, it's a reminder that those tiny things are the really special, important things that yes. a lot of us just, you know, let wash us by because we're busy and yeah. what have you. But it's an important reminder. Mm, I like that. Yeah. that Sometimes we're so busy chasing those big moments in mm. life, the promotion or the, the million dollars or the wedding or the holiday or whatever that that we miss out on all the little everyday magic or beauty or connection. Absolutely. Mm. 
one of the things I always ask my clients is what's mm-hmm. been good. Yeah. Um, and one of, one of the reasons is so that they start looking out for what's yes. been good. Yeah. But quite often I find that when they start seeing me, they, they want to say, oh, well, it was my birthday last week or yeah. I'm going on holiday. Yeah. And, I, and they feel like the small things like, you know, oh, I had a cup of tea and it, you know, my mm. favourite biscuit or something yes. like that, that they feel that that's somehow daft or, yeah. you know, insignificant. Yeah. And actually, birthdays obviously come round once a year and holidays mm-hmm. not so often, especially, yeah. you know, having gone through, you know, mm. the worst of the pandemic. So it's those small, yeah. small things that are really life affirming and that really, you know, bring that magic of of what it is to experience everything and being alive absolutely by changing our focus to those little things there's so much to appreciate whereas we uh, cut ourselves off from from a lot of that if our sort of mental rule is that to be happy I need a vacation or it has to be my birthday or so Mm. so yeah Mm. that's that's an important one I find yeah so if there's one thing that you would like to pass on to everybody you meet, if you had a magic wand and could sap people <laughs> with something or a change you would like to see in the world, what would that be? Oh, um, I think it, it would be just knowing that you're enough as you are um, and really, you know, that being sensitive is such a gift Mm -hmm. and you know quite often we've been told to toughen up or whatever so I think it's having that confidence to be on a you know unashamedly you and you know spread that gift um far and wide really because what we need now in the world is a bit more of what we've got really when you when you mm-hmm. think about it yes. um so so yeah so that's oh. what I'd like oh I so 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 like what you're saying I and I totally agree and I'm so happy that you agreed to come here and share your story because I like to think that the space we create here and and talking about our sensitivities the upsides and the downsides and all of it that can help someone else be okay in that absolutely Mm. yeah and I especially liked how when I asked if you had coping mechanisms that they were so natural the ones that you mostly brought up it wasn't about 10 years of therapy or you know having strict routines about making sure to do this and that and only eating or whatever that that we have what it takes we can appreciate we can go for a walk or or a swim or whatever and we can take a nap and we can we don't have to mentally process things all the time necessarily we can maybe get better at trusting that thing things will that that the more we become okay with our sensitivities and start to see them maybe as a as a gift that they become less of a burden maybe yeah definitely I know in the past you know I I would worry about getting upset and things Mm -hmm. um 
and now you know that's me that's the way yeah. I am yeah. and I get upset yeah okay but then you know there's lots of other positives that come with that and being upset is not the worst thing in the world is it so it also means that I get to experience you know just going out for a walk like wow mm. that's so beautiful yes. um so you know it, there's always a flip side to everything yeah. and you know I think sometimes we think we just have to focus on the good and you know mm. ignore the rest mm. um but there's a flip side with everything. Everything needs to be in balance, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And as you said, if we just let it be, it, it'll sort of run its course. So, so where it gets really hard is when we get upset and then spend three weeks beating ourselves up for having been upset, mm. right? And maybe that's just me who used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And I think as well, um, you know, I was upset about something last week. Mm. And actually, what happened from that, me showing that bit of vulnerability, mm-hmm. A, you know, it encouraged other people to come out and say, oh, yeah, I've been struggling with that. Or, mm. oh, I got messages, you know, of, of people reaching out and wanting to make connection. And I was somehow, I think they felt more comfortable with me because yes. I had been vulnerable yes. as well. Um, mm. So, sometimes that is not necessarily a you know a bad thing no that's the beauty of allowing ourselves to be who we are it sets other people free to do the same absolutely that you've put that so beautifully better than I was trying to put there yes yeah but but I I got that from what you're saying because yeah I think that's and and that's what I'm so grateful for you being here helping me do because that is what we do every time we share our stories, I think. And and you get to do that in a very powerful way, both in your work with palliative patients and in your hypnotherapy where you get to find the solutions and help people to become more okay with more of who they are maybe. Yeah. And it's a beautiful balance as well. So I think mm. in terms of self-care as well, they they sort of really complement each other. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's not like the day job is a hindrance to do your other work. It, it seems like it has been a very powerful um process or training to to become able to to do the work that you're doing now maybe Mm, yeah and doing the hypnotherapy has certainly helped my resilience Mm. but I've been able to um to bring some of that in with my palliative patients Mm. as well and and Mm. sort of you know help them know how their brain works and you know why they might be feeling certain ways so they both really complement each other yeah, of course it goes the other way as well that's mm. a good point mm. well thank you so much for now it feels like we have we have really covered some ground and I hope people who are listening have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have because this has been beautiful so thank oh, you thank you it's been wonderful I've really enjoyed chatting thank you mm. have a lovely day and you take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye.
This was Louise Wilson talking to Trine about sensitive superpowers. I hope you enjoy listening in.